Aloha, and welcome to my Messy Little Life podcast. This is episode 49, 50. I have a terrible memory. I used to think it was just a character flaw or a sign of low intelligence, but I learned that it's because of trauma. Trauma can affect the memory in a few different ways, one of them being by shutting down episodic memory which is the autobiographical memory of an event or experience. I have huge chunks of my life that I don't remember. Sometimes I can remember fragments of things that happened or some of the details that don't quite make sense separately, like in a dream. And I usually rely on siblings and friends to fill in the blanks or to tell me what happened as if I wasn't there. The challenge is, because my siblings have the same issue, it's quite a shit show having us try to piece things together to form complete stories. Before I lost my husband to suicide, I experienced several forms of childhood trauma as well. So, double whammy in a sense. Not only do I have trouble remembering events that happened to me or that I was a part of, but I also have trouble recalling facts and other information that I read or that I heard in conversation. And I think it's even harder to recall certain events that happened during my trauma when it was actually taking place. I don't remember celebrating holidays or certain milestones. I don't recall celebrating double digits when I turned 10. I'm almost positive I didn't have a sweet 16, but I'd have to ask my best friend. I'm assuming I went to a bar when I turned 21, even though I had already been drinking for years. But I do remember turning 30. I remember feeling like I should be having some sort of a breakdown or a midlife crisis. I don't think I was having either one of these things, but it seemed appropriate at the time. One of my closest friends, who's a few years older than I am, took me out to celebrate, and she gave me a great speech. I don't remember the details, of course, but I know it was profound and reassuring. Something about how your 20s are for making mistakes and your 30s are where your life really begins. And I think there was a bottle of champagne sent over from another table. I'd have to ask her. But in all the years to follow, I've often asked her for that speech again when I worry that I'm getting too old. I remember 40 being a pretty big deal. I was married with a baby, no longer young and free. My husband, who was a handful of years younger than me, got a big kick out of teasing me about it. We didn't usually make a big deal over birthdays and anniversaries, mostly because of money, I guess. But we drove across the island and went out for teppanyaki, which I've always thought was so much fun. I remember drinking martinis and enjoying the show. The food was delicious, and I was having a great time. On the drive home, I remember thinking that it was the perfect night. We arrived home to a delivery of flowers from a close friend. Because my cats love to eat plants and flowers, I put them on top of the refrigerator, out of reach. I went upstairs and put my son to sleep in his crib. And when I went back down, my husband opened the freezer to show me the bottle of Grey Goose he had chilling for us. 
After he poured me a drink, he said, I have a surprise for you. I know for most people, those are probably really exciting words to hear. But for me, they're the worst. I like predictable. I like scheduled. I like routine. He reached into his pocket and pulled out some pills. My stomach dropped. It was ecstasy, which I had never tried before. I was mad. He was trying to force me outside of my comfort zone. He was trying to force me to let loose and have fun, which always seems so easy for everyone else to say because they don't know how it is for me. I have anxiety. Everything feels like potential danger to me. And my days of doing drugs were over. Not that I was ever very successful at it. I hate being high and I love being in control. So it's a conflict. But I tried anyway, because I also like escaping my reality. But that was all in the past. I was a mother now. I felt like he was manipulating me. But I hadn't learned yet how to say no, how to speak my mind, and how to put myself first. So I did it. He promised me it would be fine. And then I waited. I waited full of anxiety for something to happen which more or less killed the entire vibe. And while I waited, he kept feeding me drinks until eventually I had too much food and vodka in my stomach that had to come out. So I threw up, which was probably for the best. And when I went upstairs to get ready for bed, I heard a crash. One of the cats had somehow gotten on top of the fridge to get to the flowers and knocked the whole thing over. There was shattered glass and water everywhere. So I ended the evening cleaning that up. And the night ended in total disaster. In less than two weeks, I'll be turning 50. 50. How the hell did that happen? Part of me was feeling obligated to do something big. Something Instagram worthy. But then reality set in. Overwater bungalows seem like something couples do. Going out for drinks or even dinner seemed pointless since I don't drink anymore and I have loads of dietary restrictions. And because some of my friends have moved away, I've convinced myself that I no longer have a tribe. But then I took a good look around. I realized that I do have friends here after all people who are on the same page as me, as far as compassion and personal growth go, people who understand the struggles of parenting and humanness and mental health, people who I've stayed connected with or who I've become connected with since my husband died. It hasn't been easy to be my friend because it was impossible for me to be a friend at all. I was not capable for so long of reciprocating anything. I could only talk about myself, my trauma, my recovery. It was all consuming. And people didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to act. I didn't feel like I fit in with my married friends. I'm older than the new moms in the neighborhood now. And I'm younger than the retired moms I meet at the pool. And honestly, I think I just haven't made space. 
because it's been really hard. But a few of them stuck it out. A few joined me on my journey. And a few I would like to get to know. It's been a long road. I have a lot to be grateful for. And I have a lot to be proud of, which in itself is reason for celebration. So I've been busy planning. I get together with girlfriends at the cabana by the pool for an evening of catching up and getting to know each other. An Airbnb in LA to see my family and friends where we can gather and talk story and make memories. And of course, a spa day just for me. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow my blog at mymessylittlelife.com and you can also follow my Messy Little Life podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, take good care. Aloha.